The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Well, welcome, everybody, to the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Yes, I'm your host, Vincent Jenna, and I am coming to you live from Holly Springs, North Carolina, where I still live. Yes, absolutely. Um, during this beautiful summertime, just got back from the beach. It was magnificent being there. Got to see some um, wonderful people we haven't seen in a long time and then spend some time with my brother-in-law and his family. And that was wonderful, too, on a beautiful Myrtle Beach. Oh, my gosh. You get a chance to go uh, down to South Carolina beaches. They are magnificent because they they get the sand and the water from the Caribbean. It's not from the north. You know, you go above Wilmington here. Um, and then you start getting and in Virginia Beach, things like that. And, of course, during the coast of um, along the coast of of New York and those you get that northern colder water and that rougher sand that's filled with a lot of seaweed and shells and things like that. But down south, you get that Caribbean you know, uh, beauty and the water was so nice and warm. You just walked into it. I like bath water. Okay. I don't like to shiver. Shivering annoys me though. I love the winter for the snow. I don't like shivering during it. So of course, then walking into water and you start shivering. I don't like that. So I just love that Caribbean feel where you just, the sun is gentle and it's not very, cold or hot, right? And then you just walk right into the water and uh, there's no temperature change on your body. It's very refreshing and beautiful. And we're going to be using that image today. I hope I, I portrayed a wonderful image because in the second half of the show is when I'm going to be guiding you to have a great conversation with the highest part of you with spirit. You know, why am I doing that? Why am I doing that? Um, Taking you on a journey to talk with spirit. Because that's what you should be doing almost every single day of your lives. Right? It's your your greatest guidance system. I get people calling me up all the time. I just had a reading this week where um, I was about the fourth psychic they had contacted. The fourth psychic. And in within the month, 
And I'm like, what are you looking for? Well, we want clarification and answers. Well, why didn't you get it from the first psychic? Well, you see, when you go shopping, you go shopping, um, you wind up, especially for psychics and mediums, you, you, you remember, think about this, you know, you're, you're going food shopping, grocery shopping, and you, you know, you got a bunch of coupons or you don't have any coupons and you're going up and down the aisles and you're there just to buy some produce or maybe some fruit um, and vegetables or which is produce um, or I don't know, creamer for your tea or coffee, whatever. And then as you're going up and down the aisles, you see all these sales on foods and you go, oh, wow, this is a good sale. Um, I'm going to pick this up, even though you don't need it. And then you see something else. And by the time your shopping is done, you've spent a couple of hundred dollars in food when all you wanted was a couple of peaches, apples and creamer. You know what I mean? It's just like that's what happens. So the same thing happens when you go shopping for psychics and mediums and answers. You wind up getting a whole bunch of stuff that you didn't plan on getting and that you might not even have any use for. I mean, how many times have you picked up something in a store just because it was buy one, get three free, and you don't even use the darn thing or stuff? I know my wife has done that. She's come home with products. Oh, look at the great sale. that, that And I'm like, when was the last time that we used that? Well, yeah, but when we do, when we're going to need it, we have plenty of it. You know, um, if it's not something that expires. So the same premise goes for seeking guidance and advice. And it usually happens because you don't trust your own inner guidance. You don't trust yourself. You're so emotionally involved in what you want to receive. And I get it. I get it. I, you know, my wife and I went back and forth as to whether we should move or not. But I always ask for signs when we're going to do something like that, or it's a big decision, whether we're moving, whether it be a different job, whether it be, um, should I do this event? Uh, should I do this workshop, create this workshop? I have an idea for a workshop. Give me a sign, right? We have that capacity. It's what we're connected to. We are directly connected to source and spirit. So the more you seek help on the outside, you're going to get outside answers that aren't necessarily the best for you. You want inside answers, the inside scoop, right? You see that on TV, people who get the inside scoop, they wind up getting the best direction. Well, that's, that's symbolic of what's true. You get the inside scoop from you you're going to get the best direction. You get the outside scoop from somebody else, there's a chance it could be wrong. Look, I'm not saying I'm perfect when I do my readings too, right? I'm reading your energy. It doesn't mean that every single thing I'm saying is absolutely perfect. I'm pretty close, but no, we all have our our limitations when it comes to giving other people guidance. And then depending upon who you go to for guidance, and especially when you're seeking out psychics. Look, I don't like talking against my colleagues, but 
um, I won't talk against my colleagues here. You've got some of the best practitioners here on Unity Online Radio. I will tell you that right now because um, our director, Diane, certainly filters out um, because it's very important that the people that are here are credible. And that's why I'm honored to be on this show is that Diane thinks I'm credible. Either I fooled her real well <laughs> or I am. I'd like to think I am, right? But how many other credible psychics and mediums are there out there? you got to be careful. I mean, I've heard some of the most ridiculous stuff that these psychics and mediums have told people. Damaging, dangerous, hurtful, harmful, destructive, negative stuff. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Like, you are on your eighth mission in this life. And if you don't fulfill it, you will have failed. What a horrible thing to tell somebody. Now this person, of course, had to seek out somebody else and got me, but finally got the right person because I stopped them cold in their tracks and said, stop it. Just stop it. You're receiving nonsense information because you're seeking too much. And the more you seek, the more chance you have of receiving that nonsense information. So today, the whole purpose of today's show is to get you on a direct path and connection with spirit. Yes, today on the second half, we're going to do a journey. I'm going to bring you through a reverie, a, a guided meditation, shall we say, but it's a, a higher consciousness experience, hopefully deeper than you've experienced before. You have to go deep in order to connect to the highest source within you. So it'll be a deep connection. It'll be a deep journey. Of course, the more visualization you're capable of, the, the better it is. And you should keep practicing these guided meditations to enhance and develop your imaginative skills and visualization skills. Left brain people who think a lot have a difficult time visualizing because that ability is in the right brain. It's on the right side where the intuition is and the creative side is and the nurturing side and the emotional side. So your ability to imagine is on that side too. So, so the more you practice, the better it is. But you'll you'll go through it. You'll you'll do this exercise. It'll be a slightly different. Well, it'll be a, a very much different version than what I have on my guided meditation series. I do have a commune with God meditation on seven journeys for your soul. But this is going to be different. So um, hopefully you'll experience it. But leading up to that, I need to teach you how to be able to make that communication because you've got that within you. I And I know, look, I'm not a fool in knowing how difficult it is to trust what you receive from the inside. That's the whole purpose of the work I do, the book I've written. It's all based on that. It's all, it's very difficult to trust what you receive. But you need to go with it, right or wrong. 
Ralph Waldo Emerson on, in his essay, Self-Reliance. That's all he speaks about. You have to honor that inner voice. You have to trust the inner voice, the information that you are receiving from the inside, right or wrong. It only develops and becomes stronger by you listening to it more, you referring to it more, you asking for that inner guidance more, that voice becomes stronger and it'll bypass the the emotionalisms that you get involved in because something is is a, a very high stake for you. So it's you don't want to trust what you get from the inside, which, which is the reason why I ask for signs. Now, that's interesting because here I'm telling you to trust what comes on the inside, but then I'm also telling you you can ask for signs. Well, there is no, that is not mutually exclusive there. They go hand in hand because you could be receiving information on the outside, um, but you want to receive it first on the inside. So let's say it's about moving. That's why I get a lot, a lot of questions about moving and relationships. Is this the right guy? Should I be moving? Should I be taking this job? It doesn't make a difference what type of move it is. Let's just say it's a, it's a move of any kind. And you are getting this feeling that, I'm, I don't know, I should be moving to Chicago. Right? Um, just like I had a feeling, my wife and I had the feeling that we should be moving to North Carolina, Raleigh, North Carolina. We just got that feeling. We came here. We had a calling down here. I'll use me as an example then. We had a calling. I'm sure you've heard this before. And we came down. We looked around. And we just had such a positive feeling of the place. Everywhere we were driving, people were waving at us. They were so kind and friendly and warm. And, it, and the opportunities just seemed to be much greater than where we were living in New Jersey. My wife was commuting to Manhattan all the time. I was still pursuing, um, well, actually, no, at that time I had just stopped pursuing an acting career and went back to school to get my degree in psychotherapy. So I, I didn't know what I was going to do with it there, probably, you know, do the same thing that I did with it over here, try to open up a practice somewhere in New Jersey. I'm sure I would have been very busy. But um, we just had a feeling, her mother had recently passed, and we just had a feeling that, that I don't know, that we should be moving. And then we had a feeling that we should be moving south. And so um, we pursued that, and it felt good. But we wanted validation. I get it. People want validation to what they're feeling. But the feeling comes first on the inside, and the interest and the pursuit comes from that interest. That's what we did. We didn't wait until somebody says, oh, you're supposed to move down to North Carolina. We had the feeling ourselves. And then what was interesting, then that's when we asked for a sign. All right, we got a feeling we should be moving south. We should be moving to Raleigh, North Carolina. Is that valid? Is that valid? And then one day... Um, 
for fun, my wife had, um, I think a friend had recommended her, had, had told her that uh, um, she had gone to this psychic, you know, for fun. And so my wife thought, oh, that would be really curious. Let's see what the psychic says about anything. And she goes to the psychic and she has a reading, doesn't tell the psychic anything. And the psychic turns around and says, oh, I see you moving south. Somewhere around the North Carolina area. So that was number one. Wow. But it came after we were feeling the, the desire to move. And I was like, okay, that sounds really good, but let's get a bigger sign. Ask God, ask spirit for a sign. That way you don't have to ask a psychic. So the spirit and God is on the inside. See, and the wonderful thing about spirit is spirit uses outside signs for you may randomly bring a person to you to say something that immediately clicks. Sounds like a coincidence of something that this person says to you, but in actuality, it's an answer. It's a synchronicity. It's exactly what you were looking for, right? How many times have that happened to you? So spirit can use outside sources, but spirit's on the inside. So you ask inside spirit, for a sign, a validation, is this good? Am I, am I, you know, just, uh, is this a whim or is this a real feeling? And so we agreed that we were asking spirit for a sign. So my wife, one morning, as usual, was on her way to work. And I said, don't forget. She says, I know, I know. I'm going to ask spirit for a sign. So just like me, she talks to herself. You know, what else do you do on a subway? You certainly don't talk with other people on a subway. That can get you in trouble in New York. So she's talking to herself, and she had to take a train. She gets out at 42nd Street and Broadway, where the the uh, Time Warner building is, the big tall building that you see the the Waterford Crystal ball falling on new year's eve it's the same building and and the train comes right out at that corner facing the building and see she's talking to god she said remember god you got to give me a sign give us a sign as to whether we should be moving or not now she had been working there for several years Right. And during this time period, every day, you know, that we got back from North Carolina, she'd been asking for a sign. And then this one morning, she's reminding God, get us this sign already. You know, we need to see the sign. And as she comes out of the subway, she happens to look up to see a new scrolling message across the Times Square building that says Raleigh. The number one city to live in the U.S. voted by Money Magazine. This was the first morning, a Monday morning, that this sign was scrolling across that building just as she came out of the subway asking for a sign. Now, she could have come out that subway and missed that scrolling, Marky, because that's not the only thing they scroll. They scroll a million and one things all day long across that sign. If anybody comes from New York who have seen that sign, you know what I mean. But at the time she asks, she comes out and there's the sign. So back in those days, there were no cell phones. She had to wait until she got to the office, immediately got on the phone with me and said, honey, we got our sign. And it was scrolling. 
Like, let me tell you something. God doesn't play small. Spirit doesn't play small. It uses the biggest things it can. And depending upon, upon how obstinate you are, how stubborn you are, spirit will give you the size of sign you need. Oh, that I can guarantee you. Spirit doesn't play small, but you determine the size of the sign. Now, anybody else, the psychic message would have been enough. But Eileen and I are a little bit more obstinate. We're not easily convinced on things. As spiritual as we are, and been doing this work for 38 years, we like to hear that that message a little clearer, right? That's just who we are. Otherwise, a lot of other stuff gets in the way. So she got this scrolling sign. Now, what more can be? She calls me up, tells me this. I immediately go out and get a for sale sign, stick it in my front yard. Everybody thinks we're crazy because we're following a marquee and moving down south. But it wasn't a marquee. It was spirit. It was us. It was us turning and asking in the right place. You see, that's the thing. When you're asking your questions, make sure you're asking the right being. And the right being is you. You're the one you should be asking the questions of first. Then if you want clarity, then it's okay for it to come. But don't go seeking it out. In other words, she didn't stand in front of the Times Square building hours upon hours upon hours waiting to see if God was going to give her an answer on that marquee. She just happened to cross it that morning. So you don't have to get on the phone and call psychic after psychic after psychic and medium after medium. And friend after friend, how many times do we do that? We call one friend for advice. We don't like what that friend says. We call another friend. Then we call our parents. Then we call a family. All these people who have their own issues and problems that they can't even make their own good decisions, you're turning to for decisions on what you should do. Doesn't make sense. At least I hope it doesn't make sense to you. So you have that capacity to go within, but you've got to learn to trust it. We have absolutely learned to trust it. I ask for signs now, and I, I, I literally get verbalization back. And I'm not talking about in my head. I'm talking about crazy things like, you know, my wife and I are talking about something, and we're like, okay, do you think that we should get this? Would that, is that going to be helpful? And then all of a sudden we sit down and turn on the news or turn on a television program and whoever is on TV is saying the exact answer to the question we just asked. And I'm not talking just you can fit it in because maybe there was a word or two. I'm like talking as literal as, um, and I'll make it just simple. This isn't what we were asking, but should we buy this sofa? And then all of a sudden we turn on the TV and the commercial that's on first is you should buy this sofa at blah, blah, blah furniture outlet, which is exactly where we were looking at this sofa. And we're like, holy crap. Okay. All right. I guess we got an answer that that's going to be something good that we should do. 
That's what I'm talking about. It's amazing. And when you start trusting yourself and life to that extent, it is amazing to watch. And that is such a simplified, there are so many examples I can give you of what has happened to my wife and I in getting answers, receiving answers. And I'm, I'm like, okay, here's, here is one I'll share with you before the commercial break. Okay, this was, this was fun. I had a television developer who was interested. I had several people working with me to develop my own television show here in the United States. And um, one gentleman um, who is well-known in the industry, he developed for me, he loved the idea because I'm a storyteller, as I'm talking to you right now. He liked, he liked how I told stories. And I, a, the formal word for a storyteller is a raconteur, a raconteur. There's been very famous people on the radio, on television, who've told stories, and they're considered raconteurs. So he was thinking that a great name for a television show for me would be the psychic raconteur. And I'd never heard that word before myself. I know storytellers, but I never heard them referred to as a raconteur. So... There, my wife and I are asking God, all right, what do you think, God? Is this show going to be on TV? Is this an, a show that will make it? Will this make it? Will the psychic raconteur make it on TV? And it happened to be a holiday weekend. The family was over. We were all eating dinner. And usually what happens at the end of dinner, you know, the guys, what's tip, this is so typical, right? The guys and the kids go into the living room. They turn the TV on to sit down and digest their food and watch some sports game or some show or whatever. Um, this time everything was cleaned up. I go into the living room and I turn on the TV and I happen to turn it on to a CBS game show. And the game show was a spelling bee. And the host, and there is about, I think he, he was about a 10, 11-year-old kid on the TV, on CBS, and the host turns around and says, spell the word reconteur. And I nearly fell off the couch. I'm like, are you kidding me? There is the word reconteur right now on TV. And believe it or not, yes, I came close to having that show on TV, but something else went better. So stay with me. When we come back, I'm going to guide you through talking with spirit itself so that you can get the messages that you need to receive and learn how to do it yourself. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. I'm your host, Vincent Jenna. Hang in there with me. It gets really interesting when we go to a higher consciousness. Um... We'll be back. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world.
Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. All right, there. Welcome back. And if you're just joining me, we're talking about um, where to get that guidance from that you need rather than seeking it on the outside where you can get in trouble and going to all these different psychics and mediums just to try to make some communications. I had the same thing, not just with um, psychic answers, but a mediumship connection. Um, this woman was so desperate. Well, well, actually, a husband and wife lost their baby at five days, which is absolutely horrible, of course. And so she went from medium to medium to medium um, to get more answers, to keep trying to communicate. And she was receiving the most ridiculous answers that was upsetting her and them more than helping and if the information doesn't help, there is no sense in it. We have enough information stored in our brains. We don't need any extra stuff. Remember, if you were here in the first half, I was likening this idea to grocery shopping. You know, how much do you have packed away in your refrigerator and in your pantry on the shelves that you don't need? And it takes up room for the stuff that you might need, all that extra stuff that you keep purchasing and buying just because it was on sale or somebody told you to get it. Well, you don't want to do that to your brain. You can overload it, not to mention damage your emotional state. But the best way is to go within. And then people don't trust going within. Well, I went within. I tried to get my own answers. I'm getting all confused. I know. I understand. You got to calm down. You got to relax. You got to trust and you've got to believe that's the first step. So we're going to take you, I'm going to take you on a journey. I'm going to teach you just, this is just one method of doing it. I no longer need to go through a visualization like this to have a conversation with God. The more you do this, the more you can just say, hey, God, hey, spirit. Now, now, okay, here's, here's the idea. I'm not going to tell you what you need to believe. All right. But one of the reasons why it's so difficult to trust what you have on the inside is because of your definition of spirit. If you've got such a broad definition as to what God is, it's just a power. You know, I love Star Wars because I've always talked about it. As a matter of fact, I just saw that there somebody is doing a metaphysical message on a podcast of Star Wars, the metaphysical meaning of the story, which is fabulous. And I know the guy. Um, if you have a chance, go listen to Bledsoe Said So podcast. B-L-E-D-S-O-E. Fabulous guy. Know him personally. He's a soul brother. But, but in Star Wars, the Force was kind of George Lucas used the Force as that power that's out there that we're all connected to. Now, I'm not talking about the law of attraction. You, yeah, you can talk to the law of attraction all you want. I don't think you're going to get an answer back from the law of attraction. Hey, law of attraction, are you going to manifest this job for me? What do you think? Should I be taking this job, law of attraction? No, it's the power. It's the power. I'm talking about communicating what created that power. I'm talking about what created us, that we are created in its image. 
So you have to have some kind of definition of something inside of you that you're going to talk to that's going to talk and respond back in some way with some clear message or understanding. And look, I'm sorry, because all the proof that I have and evidence that I have in my life and the way things have been going, I absolutely know something's listening. Yes, I'm directing my power. I'm directing my energy. But something's answering back, okay? I'm, my energy isn't going out into space, hitting Mars and bouncing back at me, and there I got an answer. It's me. It's my own voice. Yes, it is my own voice, but there is another part of it that has its own mind. I'd like to think God has its own mind. If we're created in its image, then why should it be different than us? It just would be better a higher form of us, but still us. What are we, the only things that have voices? We're that special? Well, just like any other creature here that has its voice, except ours is the highest? Come on, you know, you've got to start defining things better for yourself in order to get the answers you want. I happen to think there is some being, some distinct entity from me that can help guide me, that I'm still a part of, that is me, but a higher part of me. Vincent is only an essence of the greater part of me, my soul, my higher soul, or as Edgar Casey said, my oversoul, but that oversoul is still connected to source, to spirit. So yes, I'm going through my conscious mind to my soul's mind to spirit, my higher soul and spirit, then spirit. That's the link I'm trying to connect. That's the telephone call that I'm trying to make. I even want to bypass my oversoul right to the spirit part of me. Because it's all part, but it all has its own, its own energy. So that's what we're going to do today. I'm going to take you on this journey to connect you deep within, because it's going within. You got to imagine going within. So I'm going to do a visualization to take you within, as deep as I can possibly take you, as deep as you're willing to go. So I need everybody to relax right now and put everything down as you're listening. And I hope you're in a comfortable place that's not interrupted. Close the doors right? And just listen. And if you have a hard time following with your imagination, still listen to the voice and assume your mind is working anyway. It's going to work anyway. Whether you can see it or visualize what I'm telling you to visualize or not, you will experience a communication with source. So just Focus on my voice and start to pay attention to your breath. Don't adjust it, but just pay attention to it momentarily. Is it shallow? Is it deep? Quiet yourself, make yourself comfortable, feel more comfortable where you're sitting. 
Now I do want you to control your breath and take a deep breath in, filling the lowermost cavity of your chest, expanding your belly as you breathe. That expands your diaphragm and pulls in more oxygen. And then exhale all of it out of your lungs. So they're clean and clear when you take your next breath. So focus on that momentarily as you're listening to me as best you can. Take a deep breath in, feeling more relaxed, feeling calm, feeling at peace, feeling safe. And now exhale, blowing out all the carbon dioxide and exchange for the oxygen you took in. Blow it all out. And do that one more time. Take a deep breath in. Hold it at the top. Just a moment. And then exhale it all out, feeling more peaceful, going deeper and deeper into a relaxed state. The body is disappearing and sinking into wherever you're sitting. No stress, no pain, no discomfort, just peace and comfort. Relax, there's nothing for you to do in this moment except to relax and listen to my voice. We're gonna now go on a journey, a journey to go deep within the recesses of your mind, for that's where everything lies your soul's mind, which connects you to your highest self, which connects you to source, to God. I want you to visualize in your mind's eye, with your eyes closed, where you're sitting in your home right now, wherever that is, in your living room, in an office, in a bedroom. It doesn't make a difference where you're sitting, in your kitchen. Just visualize, see it in your mind's eye. You know your home, you know your place. And in your mind's eye, just look around and see what is around you. Nothing has changed. However, all of a sudden, right in front of where you're sitting, there appears a long hallway a very long hallway that you can barely see the other end. But the hallway is wide enough for you to be able to walk down. It's not necessarily dark. There is light to it so that you can see the walls of the hallway. But the hallway is in front of you, and it's long. And there's a great curiosity for you to walk the hallway. So in your mind's eye, in your vision, I want you to stand up and start walking down that hallway. Visualize yourself walking in this hallway. It's safe. You still feel safe. There's no hidden passages or hidden doors with anything that's going to pop out. It's your hallway it's in your home, though you've not seen it before, 
And every so often you can turn around and look behind you and see where you were sitting and you can see the room and how it was lit. But there are lights in this hallway, so it's not dark. It's not frightening. You're still comfortable. You still feel safe. You feel very calm. And the further you walk in this hallway, the more calm you feel, the deeper and more relaxed you feel, but the more curious you feel as well. The hallway is long, but as you continue to walk the hallway, maybe you can start to see the other end. There is a door at the end of this hallway, a beautiful door, a very sculpted door, maybe one of those old antique doors with carvings on it. Carvings of different designs and icons, statuettes. Maybe some angels or figurines are carved into the wall. Some symbols are carved into this door and the frame around the door. It's beautiful, but it's still at a distance. And you're getting closer and closer to it as you walk down this hall. Now, when you look behind you, you can see a light opening but you can't see where that light is coming from or where you just came from. Walk further down this hall. As you approach that door and get closer and closer to it, feeling comfortable and feeling safe, not claustrophobic, make it as wide as you need the hall to be to feel comfortable. But it is your hallway. And maybe you're not familiar with it being there, but somehow, some way, you know it's part of you. It's part of your home. Maybe there is a hidden passageway somewhere in your home, but it's there. And this hallway has always been part of it and always been part of you. Walking closer and closer to the end of the hallway and you come across and upon that doorway. You're at the door. The door is closed with very ornate, detailed, beautiful carvings all around this doorway. Maybe it's a big, tall doorway, an eight-foot door rather than the normal six-foot doors. It's wide. It's ornate. It's beautiful. It doesn't make a difference what it's made of. Maybe it's gold. Maybe it's wood, the carvings. Maybe it's marble. But it's a beautiful doorway that you are about ready to open and go through. So I want you to put your hand, envision, stay with me as best you can. Envision putting your hand on the knob of this doorway. And it opens inward. So open the door. And as soon as you open the door, all you see is this brilliant white light shining and beaming. And the white light seems to be moving. Like the sun. The way the sun shines and the rays come off of the sun, this white light is beaming just the same way. 
And you walk into the room feeling safe, feeling comfortable, feeling embraced by the white light and now feeling loved. This white light, this brilliant white light is the light of spirit, God, source, that which created you. And you blend with the white light. You are no longer a body. You are also an energy and a light itself. Maybe not as brilliant or as bright, but white and beaming. And you become part of this white light. You don't lose yourself. You just become part of it. It becomes part of you so that you can feel yourself bigger and greater and expanded and more powerful and more brilliant and more important and special. And you can have a conversation with this spirit, with spirit here, part of you. It wants to have a conversation with you. It wants to know what you want. And it wants to tell you what it needs to tell you. Spirit, source, God wants to talk with you and gives you an important message now. And you can even ask it an important question. But in the next moments of my silence, you will have your conversation right here with spirit, feeling comfortable, safe, powerful, warm, and loved. You are a brilliant power enmeshed with this brilliant light, knowing you are one, but still individual enough to communicate, have conversation. So have a conversation with God now.
And now, you're finishing your conversation with spirit, with God, remembering everything, every feeling that you felt while you were here talking with spirit. One can become very emotional when you make that connection with spirit. There may be tears or intense feelings of some kind, but you feel powerful and you feel clarity. You feel the power that was created within you from the moment God divided itself into you. Feel confident and strong and comfortable and safe and loved. All the truth about who you are is what you feel right now with spirit. But it is time to come back. Come back to where you are in this existence, knowing that you can come and speak with spirit at any time. In fact, God invites you to come all the time, every day, anyway, but not to leave the greatest part of you alone, not to deny your greatest and most powerful part, your source, your energy. It feeds you. It is you. And you can use it for all you want. And now knowing that, it is time to leave this room. So you go back to the door, as brilliant of a light that there is within this room, you know where the door is, you know where the handle is, and you open the door and exit. Looking back behind you, you close the door, this ornate, beautiful door, knowing you're not leaving anything behind, it is always part of you, and you can go there anytime you want, but now it's time to walk through that hallway again back to your current place of consciousness. Walking down the hallway, remembering all that you experienced in that room, taking it with you, making it change you, making it touch you, making it motivate you, making it inspire you, making you remember who you are. And that room and where you were and that feeling is more of who you are than where you were sitting before you entered that room. Are you walking down the hallway and you're coming closer and closer to your current reality, a reality you chose to experience a different part of you. But no matter what you experience in this consciousness, in this lifetime, it's not all of who you are. And now you know that even more. And you can tap into the higher part of who you are at any time, getting and receiving all the guidance you need and desire to live this conscious life here on earth. And you are now back in whatever room you were seated in, sitting in that chair, looking at that hallway and seeing it leave. It disappears. And as it disappears, you feel comfortable, you feel safe, you feel warm, 
You feel confident. You feel loved. And you feel lovable. Because that's the truth of who you are and how God created you. Okay. Welcome back. Now, you can use that. Of course, that recording is going to be on my download on my the podcast version that's going to be put up after this show. So know that you can go back to it any time. There's, like I said, a different version of it on my meditation series, Seven Journeys for Your Soul. But hold on to that feeling. If you had a difficult time feeling it, keep trying it. Definitely download this episode and go over it over and over and over again until you can imagine and visualize more. And pay attention to what you felt during that. You're not making this up. It is coming to you. You could have visualized or imagined anything, but you imagined what you did. What was the message? What questions did you have the opportunity of asking? Now, that was a process, that was a different visualization procedure to bypass your conscious left brain mind. But you want to do this consciously. Yes, we do it in our dreams when we're sleeping. Our souls do go on this journey and do communicate with different spirits and source. But you want to do this consciously so that you can control the questions and then do something with the answers. So that's the purpose of meditation, is to bypass the, the left brain, but to do it consciously. So I hope you had a chance to feel a higher part of you. I enjoyed taking you on this journey. Come back next week when there'll be more. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show, and as long as you stop stopping yourself, you can open your realm to a greater world that you've always deserved and you were meant to experience. This is Vincent Jenna. Stay with us for all the other wonderful Unity Online radio shows coming up. Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden is right after me. So see you next week. Have a fantastic week. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network, and wherever you get your podcasts.